live from the Fremont Theater in Portland, Oregon, it's Portland Story Theater's Urban Tellers. May the narrative be with you. My wife tells me a lot that I am a good father. And I usually respond by giving my stock, okay, okay, you know, just kind of shucks it, aw shucks it off. Um, the truth is, I have a four-year-old and a six-year-old, and they both have their own iPads. And people say you're only supposed to give them, you know, like an hour or two of screen time a day. I let them watch so much crap on those iPads. It's really bad. It's not good. Also, they tell me these stories, these really creative, imaginative, long stories, and I find myself falling to sleep in the middle of them sometimes. It's not good. It's bad. I have no problem telling you this up on this stage. If I met you at a party for the first time, I'd have no problem telling you about my bad parenting. It's really easy for me. In fact, I have this list of things I'm not good at that I feel really comfortable telling people about. Skiing, I'm horrible at skiing. Can't stop, have to crash to stop. I'm not good at remembering people's names. The list just goes on and on. I feel very comfortable. In fact, I like telling people about the things I'm not good at. But what I will never tell you, even if you're my close friend, what I will never tell you is that when I was young, when I was a kid, I won five wrestling state championships. And when I got to high school, I made it to the high school state finals all four years. And I won it twice. And I got a scholarship and I wrestled at Stanford University where I was a four-year starter and I was a team captain. And I eventually wrestled in the NCAA national championships. But I'll never tell you that. <laughs> because I have fear. I'm afraid. One thing I'm afraid of is looking like a braggart. Nobody likes a braggart. I want to be liked, so I won't talk about these things. Another reason is I'm afraid that if I talk about these things, they'll lose their importance. But the main reason I never tell people these things is because I am afraid of the fates. The fates. I have this fatalistic view of the world. In my experience, when somebody says they're really good or really great at something, the fates usually come along <laughs> and put them in their place. Really let them know. They make them lose. They make them fail. And for me, failure was just not an option because I felt the love I was getting from the world, the love I was getting from everyone I knew was predicated on me being a success. And if I were to fail, I would lose all that love. And so I never wanted to admit I was good at something because the second you say, I'm good, you set a bar. And every time you don't reach that bar, every time you're not good, you're a failure. And if I were to fail, I would lose everything. So I figured, just never say you're good at anything, and then you don't have to worry about failing. <laughs> Let me give you an example. When I was 14 years old, I was a freshman in high school. And uh, at this point, I had won five state wrestling championships. But this was high school. 
I was wrestling 18, 19 year old men, all hairy and they had mustaches. And I'm this 14 year old kid who looked like he was 10 years old. And I was halfway through my wrestling season and I got the chance to wrestle the returning state champion, Justin Klein. Now Justin Klein was like a legend in his own right. He uh, was the returning state champion. He had been a national champion and he was unbeatable. But I beat Justin Klein that day. And it wasn't luck, it wasn't some fluke. I legitimately beat him. Now, up to this point in my life, I had this uh, system where I had two lines that controlled my life. There was a line that ran out of my head and there was a line that ran out of my heart. That heart line, that was my emotion, that was what I felt. There was no fear there. And then there was that line that came out of my head. It was all calculated. It controlled the heart. And these two lines, they ran parallel. They never, ever crossed. They never touched. The head always went out. But after I beat Justin Klein that day, my heart line started to rise a little bit. I started thinking, hey, I'm pretty good at this wrestling thing. I mean, I beat Justin Klein. Who else is there to beat? And I remember that night, uh, we were staying in a hotel, and I, I was in the elevator. And the door was shutting, and just the last second, an arm came in, opened it up, and in walked Eric Konecki. Eric Konecki was my high school's big man on campus. He was the football star. He was the baseball star. He was the captain of my wrestling team. He was also my best friend's older brother. I had grown up across the street from Eric Konecki. He was like my big brother. But you know how high school is, there's this social caste system and he was a senior and I was a freshman. And even though my heart line, I knew I was a better wrestler than him, I was still sort of an untouchable. So I just stood in my corner of the elevator and looked down at the ground and Eric stood over there. And I, ne I didn't look in the eyes because you never look, you know, the king in the eyes. You just, I just looked down the whole time. <laughs> the door shut and Eric immediately looked over at me and said, I bet you think you're pretty hot shit because you beat that state champion. And I knew the fates had sent Eric Konecki <laughs> to strike me down because my heart line was getting really close. I was starting to be filled with this pride. I was starting to think, yeah, I'm pretty good at this. So I instantly dropped that line down where it was supposed to be. And I looked at the ground and I said, no, no, I don't. And Eric said, well, I would. That was fucking awesome. <laughs> the door opened and he got out. And I just stood there looking at the ground. And you know, those two lines, they never ever got any closer than they did that day. The rest of my wrestling career, for the rest of my life, they always stayed separate. I've been telling stories with Portland Story Theater for four years now. And uh, I've gone through the workshop over half a dozen times. And they've invited me to be on their main stage. I've done the traveling shows and I've even won a storytelling competition. A couple weeks ago, I was with a friend and he said, you know, Warren, I, I've been listening to your stories on iTunes and you're a really good storyteller. And I took a drink and I said, yeah, I am a good storyteller. 
And just like that, those lions came together. And I felt so liberated. I felt like this weight that had been on my shoulders my entire life had been lifted. Now, some of you might not agree. Some of you might not think I'm a good storyteller. I really don't care. This is a choice I made. Now, it's hard sometimes in life because there's, you know, there's no, there's no awards or there's no rankings. There's no just inclined to be, to know you're good at something. The irony being that the actual Justin Klein, I actually beat him in something and I still couldn't admit to myself that I was good at it. But this was a choice I made. There was a voice I found inside of me and I just let it speak. And I decided, yeah, I feel like I'm good at this. I love telling stories. I really enjoy it. And the truth is, the fates didn't send Eric Carnegie to strike me down that day. They didn't have to because you don't need to threaten somebody who's already afraid. And I was afraid. Wrestling had been part of my identity, a huge part of my identity for so many years. And I was so insecure. I was so afraid. And I could never be honest with myself about who and what I was. And I was miserable. I hated wrestling. But now I have a new identity. I'm a storyteller. I'm a husband. I'm a father. And I don't want to be that 14-year-old kid on the elevator anymore. I don't want to come back in 40 years and tell all of you how I've been miserable and I've hated doing these things. So tonight, I'm going to make an admission. I was a damn good wrestler. And I'm a good storyteller. I'm a good husband. And I'm a good father. And it's, and it's okay that I admit to that.